Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 5, Episode 7, The Monoliths. Got a monolith, just a little, just one lift. <laughs> we were a little bit in our own atmosphere to start off the show yeah. there. <laughs> we had to adapt. I didn't realize that was not turned all the way. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this like, sounds, sounds different. Yeah, yeah. Something's wrong. Goddamn thing wasn't recording. Shit. It's Monday night, it's 9.44 p.m. Yes. Uh, I wanted to go to an Italian pizza parlor for dinner, and Steve said that'll take too long. <laughs> so then we went to a rib company, <laughs> where we then waited for right. another person. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, "That's ah, gonna be a fucking hundred dollar dinner," and yeah. then it was. <laughs> I know the Ribco. Oh yeah. No discount. Newport Rib Company supports this show by filling our guts up with delicious meats and barbecue sauce. Mm. Speaking of which, did you leave that in the car or you put it in the fridge? I put it in the fridge. Okay. I went back out. If you would pay attention to me anymore, you would notice I doubled back out your front door. I do recall that now that you say that. I thought you just forgot your porn bag. I think, (laughs) I think, yeah, my big big bag of DVDs I always bring in. I got my bag of fuck books. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's just too enticing for people yeah. that can't resist a little temptation. Okay. They Walking just, by McCurr. Oh, yeah. I saw them children hanging out behind you in that 16-year-old oh, yeah. Honda Accord full of 16-year-olds. And I think they said hi to me, and I didn't say anything oh, back. Boy. But I felt I, bad because I didn't know if they were saying hi to me or just talking to each other. Yeah. But then I realized they were your neighbors across the street a, yeah, that usually yeah. say hi to me. So Yeah. They're yeah. good people. Yeah. They uh, fixed your... They got your windshield fixed, right? On your right Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he said when he popped it off, it was full of rust. So they sealed it and didn't charge me any extra. Oh, wow. Um, I I thought I showed you. uh, Didn't I show you where I was like, oh, look at how it's all bubbling up over on the top here? uh, I don't know. No. Whatever. No post Thanks for not (laughs) paying attention to my van. Joe. Uh, it's Monday night. It's nine. Said that twice. <laughs> Coming up at uh, nine forty-six. <laughs> yeah, weather's looking good. Yeah. Hitting about a fifty-five low. Fifty-five D's grease. <laughs> um, gonna grease my peas. Speaking of D's grease, this episode we're gonna go into D's nuts. Those big stone spherical balls that I carry in my pants that are known as a luscious, yeah. full apple bag. <laughs> in my country, in an apple bag, it translates to. Toilet flappers. <laughs> Water draggers for some people. <laughs> Water skiing is very rough. Yes. Uh, adds an extra bit of uh, friction and like a sail. It's like a rudder. Yes. You can steer but also gain the power of the wind yeah. to and pull you along. Fully erect due to the stimulation <laughs> of the way the water contours down the pulse. And my favorite kind yes. of stimulation is... Doo-doo stimulation. <laughs> Emulation for the stimulation. Now, I don't know about you, but I was real into video game emulators when I was a kid. I never got into that. Yeah. Right, give me the real thing, Daddy. Wow. Well, okay. Here's the deal. I didn't play anything, really, that I that I could legally get. Mm-hmm. I played Japan-only games. Mm-hmm. Other Japan-only games. <laughs> Translated Japanese <Yeah>. games. <laughs> Uh, Japanese pornography. Right. <laughs> literally, yeah, literally games 
that you can't get out that you couldn't get out here yeah, it wasn't yeah. released on Super Nintendo or mm-hmm, some shit. Mm-hmm. I played uh, Final Fantasy V, which was not released out here until I think Final Fantasy Chronicles or Collection or something on PlayStation One. Mm. Um, but there was like a fan translation of that. Uh, the game was fine. Translation was yeah. not that great. Main character's name was in that translation was Butts, <laughs> was <laughs> B-U-T-Z, but I think it was supposed to be Barts or yeah. something in the Japanese one. Mm. Uh, played some of the original Dragon Ball Z fighting games oh. uh, that weren't out here until mm-hmm. PlayStation 2 or so. Um, but there's a lot of Godzilla fighters that you might have enjoyed, but on a keyboard, mouse is very tough yes, to do. Yes, it doesn't seem enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, Street Fighter-esque moves. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. I remember Burling York, uh, <laughs> he got the first uh, Dreamcast Japanese import mm. before it came out here like by six months to a year. Right, right. Gets that fucking thing because he wanted the Godzilla game. Mm-hmm. Godzilla game kind of sucks, but mm-hmm. he had to like it because he paid for it. <laughs> That's all he had. <laughs> then he also bought Shenmue. Oh, yeah. And beat that untranslated That's by himself. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking uh, nuts. Yeah, that guy was a spaz when it came to games. And he could yeah. fix. He could, like, do any mods he wanted. Like, right. he was super, super good at I remember the the American release date was nine nine ninety nine for the Dreamcast. That was, like, a big fucking deal when that came out. Yeah, because I think he got it. I think he got it in. Yeah, I uh, came out like the summer or spring before in Japan. Or no, something like that. no. Well, yeah, maybe because he. I remember going to a dance. Mm-hmm. I brought a girl. Burling brought his well, Dreamcast <laughs> because uh, the girl I went with was fully American. I was born and raised here, but well, maybe technically born in Japan. But basically, she speaks and. New Japanese, and it was to the homecoming dance, so that had to be September, October of 98. And I remember asking her, oh, can you translate this game? And she said, my heady pussy. (laughs) Was she haggard? (laughs) (laughs) My hairy pussy. My hairy pussy. Harry Potter. Harry pussy. Yes. Does that is that how he refers to Harry Potter's pussy as his hairy pussy? <laughs> my hairy pussy. Uh, my hairy pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll you a bit further along now than I wager, especially around the pussy. Yes. Uh... <laughs> well, um, quite yes. yes. <laughs> anyway, this is my yeah. small waifu Japanese date. <laughs> yeah. I my <laughs> my waifu. Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> Burling, you uh, brought a, an Americanized Japanese girl. You said to homecoming. Uh, does Americanized mean she just lived in the culture for a while? No, I think. Well, her parents were definitely from Japan, right? I, and I think she lived almost all of her life here. I think oh, in God, high school okay. though, it was weird. She went back for like two couple years or something. See, Anyways, see. I just remember that moment. So then I could date when he had the Dreamcast. Oh, wait, so. Let me get this straight. Your parents said. My parents now, said now nothing. Now when. when <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Just yes and me Okay, here. sorry. So sorry. they said, they said, little Steven, when Burling York. Or Bork. Gets his, <laughs> gets his, his uh, imported Sega Dreamcast. Yes. That is when we believe that you will be mature enough to date. Because in Shenmue, you have to have a relationship. Okay, we've can, we've been keeping up with this. <laughs> Very we're on the boards in, in EGM magazine every month. Yeah. We've been reading the previews. We've I thought re- you were just cranking. Well, some of those uh, Japanese characters yeah. they put in there—they're quite busty indeed. 
Pops, uh, when did you move from New York? <laughs> hey, shut up. <laughs> or I'm not taking you to the car taco party or whatever the fuck we went to. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Day. I will not let you shake Jay Leno's hand again. Oh. I, <laughs> I will not let him make you moan like that again. Uh, something's no, no. happening. No, no, no. Oh. Only oh. after you. Oh. No, no. Uh, oh, you little shit. My balls are dry. <laughs> All right, well, maybe we can skip ahead from the Dreamcast. <laughs> I know it takes a long time to ship hey, from over there. Hey, hey, Pops, I fucking just did, like, ten lawns. Fucking gave Berlin enough money to go get that fucking Dreamcast. So fuck you and your goddamn rules. Think I ain't gonna get no fucking sideways pussy. Gonna fucking get all up in that ting-tang, baby. Son, I've never been more proud of you than <laughs> I am right now. That's right, you stupid <laughs> piece of shit. And now we Take fight to the death. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fuck mom. <laughs> of course. <laughs> to the victor gets the spoils. <laughs> and that pussy spoils. <laughs> Oi. <laughs> Oi, Harry. <laughs> hi, Mr. Patter. <laughs> Is that Harry saying hi to himself? <laughs> no, to Mr. Oh, Patter. Hi, Mr. Patter. Yeah. That's Harry Potter with yeah. a sock puppet of himself. <laughs> yeah. With blonde hair. Yeah, I'm a little potsy. He's like, Mr. Potter. Yeah. Maybe I can give you a kiss with my sock lips on your little pee-pee. This so starts jerking him with the sock in. <laughs> this all came from <laughs> you imitating <laughs> Osman again saying, yeah. the right emulation. <laughs> yes. And then we talked about emulators. Yeah. And then drifted down. So, are you, so, you, so the real... Uh, you just remember he got his Dreamcast because you remember you were allowed to date. No. Bring a date to that dance. <laughs> no, I just had gone to homecoming, uh, and I remember my homecoming date got it. spoke Japanese, oh, and so I remember... It's the Japanese connection. Yeah. Got it. Maybe it wasn't 98. <laughs> no. I think it was when we went to Benihana. Oh, last week. <laughs> he imported God. an old Dreamcast. <laughs> Maybe it was spring of 99. Oh, my God. Is that what you said? When did yes, it come out I in the said, U.S.? That's what I, I said. It came out in the U.S. nine nine ninety nine. It's so September. So, so yes, maybe it came the out Japanese in the spring. one? Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it came out in the spring of 99. No, because we went to Ruby's my freshman year, and I think ah, I remember walking into Benihana. Very similar to Benihana's. <laughs> And that's when I asked her. I just can't remember. <laughs> just just girls and guys in old 50s yeah. <laughs> diner tablet throwing a butter on that tepon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> more cherry syrup with your fried rice? Hell yeah. <laughs> yum, yum. It's like a, a southern restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Hey, y'all. Heck yes, baby. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, Anyways, yes. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want what. <laughs> I will agree. I concur. Uh, oh, man. Um, I was thinking Ooh. that we could switch something around. I feel uh, like we huh. should do um, Reaching for the Stars at the beginning of the uh, episode here. At the beginning of the episode here. Try and bait out some more. Yeah, well, because I think colors. then people that are um, you know listening maybe for the first time or whatever, uh, just let them, let them in on what other people are thinking about That's the fine. show. Um, I also feel like I'm going to be tired at the end of this and then <laughs> and forget. <laughs> yeah, so um, Reaching for the Stars is a segment that, where we ask you, the little probers and probets out there, to give us a good rating, a uh, five-star rating 
on iTunes, on any podcast service that has star ratings. I think it might only be iTunes, uh, maybe Stitcher or something else, Facebook. too. Um, and then you can, yeah, give us a five-star rating on Facebook or give us a recommendation on Facebook. It helps us algorithmically um, in search and everything like that. So we have, uh, I think I took a screenshot of it here. Um, now, this one's kind of a cheater because... Because well, then you have two if you're doing the cheater. Correct. Um, I think I technically have, we technically have three. Um, three. But uh, Rupert White is a fan of both Probing Ancient Aliens and our other podcast, Beer There, Drunk That. And he says uh, on Facebook, he says, I love you guys. Between this and Probing Ancient Aliens, it's guaranteed I'm going to be laughing like a mental patient at work. Thank you for being you and doing all you do. It's a little rhyme there. I don't know if that was conscious. Uh, it is much appreciated. Um, thank you, Rupert White. I wonder if he's Rupert the White Bear from the British cartoons. Whatever that is. We'll never know. Um, bu- 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 I don't bu- know. Bu- bu- yeah. <laughs> uh, we got uh, a review from Apple Podcast, aka formerly iTunes. Um, that's titled. It's a five star rating, and it says, "That's how you do it." <laughs> yeah, that's how you do it. <laughs> it. Says hilarious podcast. For a long time, I've made fun of Sooks and Childress's antics on Ancient Aliens. Of all your awesome voice impressions, though, the Winnie the Pooh impression a few episodes back made me laugh the hardest. One reason I'm reaching for the stars here is I wanted to know if you've seen the David Wilcox slash Corey Goods new documentary, Above Majestic, and if you can talk a little about it on an episode. Um, thank you very much, uh, Jamers588 on Apple Podcasts. Um, yeah, we were talking about Wilcox, Five Heads at Freddy's, as he's known around these parts, yeah. um, on the last episode, and how he had this whole blog about him getting married and all that shit. But yeah, he's been... He's been promoting lately this above majestic, uh, and it's like it, it's weird. Like the branding and the design of the cover of it's weird because it looks like it's called Full Disclosure and then Above Majestic. So I don't know if that's like a series he does. I don't know if I don't know. He just writes that. I don't know. Yeah. I have no clue how it's titled or subtitled. But uh, but he's broken away from the guy network and all yeah, that. Yeah, no longer so. on the guy network. His Twitter kind of went dark for a while. I think during that split a few months ago. Yeah. And uh, and he's moved to Colorado, I think he said. Yeah. Sounds something like, like he's that. going through some shit. Yeah, <laughs> a new marriage. Um, it's <laughs> it's hard for me to picture him. I mean, it's hard to picture anyone, oh, honey, anyone you really care about uh, having sex. Fully erect. But yeah, <laughs> I'm oh, tortured. My penis is just engorged. Oh, I can feel Edward Casey's soul in my boner today. <laughs> uh, he's trying to release just like that other caricature from Hellboy Two that was entrapped inside the suit, and then. Could slowly release whenever he wanted. Right. And then possess anything. It's a very somber <laughs> Five Heads at Freddy's there. <laughs> uh, he could. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm coming, <Yeah>. so. <laughs> it's tantric, of course. So it's a long, yeah. slow yeah. burn. I believe in the ancient practice of tantric. <laughs> As he tells his wife, wake up! Yeah. I'm <laughs> trying to fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's just a man who's tan Rick. <laughs> hey, come out there. Gotta get my beauty sleep. Come on, baby. <laughs> I will fuck you. <laughs> um, I will also shout out, um, because it's a message and we'll take what we can get. It was a positive message. Um, we would prefer that you give us a rating here because it does help us out. We love getting messages. We encourage you to send us messages. But, uh, hey, put it in the form of a recommendation if you're on Facebook. or uh, Yeah, give us a star rating, a Stargate. Um, from Kyle Durrell. He says uh, he sent us a very funny video. Um <laughs> <laughs> which was about the wild Yas Mamba of South America. It's a snake saying Yas, like Yas Queen. Uh, he says, thanks for the laughs. Listening to you guys keeps me from wanting to die at work. 
we're glad we're keeping you alive single-handedly. Um, speaking of Shenmue, real quick before I forget, they just emails. <laughs> no, uh, they announced a couple years ago at E3 that sh- the director of Shenmue One and Two, because I guess it ended on like a cliffhanger, and it was always supposed to be a trilogy, but never was. Um, got kickstarted and like had record time that it fucking mm. fulfilled its goal or whatever of like. It was I feel like, like there's always record filling I this. Know. Yeah, I'm like, okay. Get this bag that's full of air. Right. <laughs> like, okay, I didn't know I needed that. Right. But, or that that many people cared to right. fund it. But yeah, it got funded for $7 million, which is really weird because modern, like, AAA games cost like $200 million to make, like, a movie. So I don't know how that. That must be well, just enough to, like, get a publisher for it or something. Yeah, I, I was going to say that it's probably like movies where it's like, oh, you can start funding and right. then, oh, there's this much interest. Oh, here's yeah. more backing and production money. Yeah. Those games also, I see why people appreciate them. It kind of overrated and kind of boring in general. But I never played them. Much. Yeah, it was like it was just like a. Uh, I think your sister was missing or something. But ultimately, it was like trying to be a grand, like the Grand Theft Auto games and like an action RPG before mm-hmm. there was like before that existed. That so it was like yeah. kind of cool that they did all the shit. But like because they were like, hey, the people that live in your little city all have a schedule and yeah. you have to do things at certain times of the day and stuff like that. That's all taken for granted now, mm-hmm. but still kind of boring. Um, all I think about is just the brown jacket. Yeah. In that game. And like the third person <laughs> view of him, like over yes. his shoulder. Oh. Me. <laughs> hey, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm outside. I know your schedule, so I know when you'll be home. Uh, but yeah, uh, just as a quick recap, because I don't think I actually said how, how I do it. Uh, reaching for the stars is when you give us a five-star rating. Leave us a review in the comments of that rating, and we'll read it no matter what it says. You can say something funny, nice, rude, poopy, gross, kaka'i, or in a like as a daddy character or something yeah. like that. Just not racially charged. Right. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be recorded again. Yes. <laughs> we'll flag you for abuse. Yes. Um, yeah, this episode is about... Monoliths, <laughs> yeah. uh, mega and, structures, right? And and I think I think that's what the other episode was called was called the megalithic structure or, yeah. or, or uh, megalithic structure or something like that. Because uh, I'm like, didn't we do the monolith episode? Yeah, and yeah. the answer is yes, we did. Yeah, there's a couple like quote unquote new things in this episode. Uh, the biggest focus is on the big, huge, uh, gigantically huge spherical balls. Yeah, there's a funny YouTube montage. If you look up David Childress. Uh, huge stone balls. There's like a two minute yeah. supercut of him just saying huge stone ball. Like all these, yeah. he's done presentations on these fucking things from like decades ago. They mm-hmm. have video of and stuff. So uh, we also got to get. Uh, there's a World Explorer magazine, and we got to get that thing because that's mm. his magazine oh, yeah. that he promotes uh, or and his or Bigfoot write, books publishes. and stuff. Yes, um, I think we mentioned it last time, but yeah, he liked a comment of ours, but yeah. then he liked everyone's comment yeah, on all fine. of his posts. He engaged with us exactly. Um, Got gotcha, you engaged to him. Yeah, <laughs> piss, huh? What? A- <laughs> it's what's for dinner. Yeah, <laughs> we got to get our uh, Alien Con twenty nineteen shit squared away. We got to get our Contact in the Desert shit squared away too. That's even probably more important. Maybe after all this uh, Christmas shopping, when is Contact? Blue, huh? Fuck, because people started making plans for me in June already. So. That's also in June, I think. That's what I, was I think saying. they're both in June. I need which to triple check. I guess it makes then. sense because maybe the AAT guys that are flying out from wherever, like if Von Daniken's coming in from old Switzerland, maybe he can just stay in America for like three or four weeks and just <clears throat> you know be at both the uh, both events. But uh, 
Oh no, that one's May thirty first to June something. Okay, second, third, and then well, I think Alien it's Con's technically like, on the second. Alien but. Con's in the teens of June somewhere. I think like yeah, nineteenth to the twenty second or twenty first something in, like that. So she said, "Yeah, Alien Con the twenty first through the twenty third. Early, well, early bird prices are apparently already gonna be gone soon, so they say. But it's, it is crazy that they fucking like added a whole new super expensive tier. Well, they just changed the tier from gold." Bron- or gold, silver, bronze to right. like mega, sort of mega, basic. Right. But it seems like last year, well, it, last year, this past year, 500 was the max, and that was like the gold pass. Now there's the intergalactic pass, yeah. which seems to give you what the gold pass gave you this past yeah, year. Yeah, I was going to say, I think they doubled the price. Yeah. And then we're like, because they were probably like, oh, we sold this out. Right. Fuck it. Let's try this yeah. other price. Yep. And yeah, exactly. Like, and, and after experiencing. A lot of the people that went to Alien Con, I could totally see a chunk of them blowing their wad on that. Oh thing. yeah. So with how with how everyone was like, give Sooks a kiss for me, baby. It, yes, that all the women in there. I just love Georgia. We're here for Georgia. Yeah. You would just know they would want to fucking talk their asses off mm-hmm. and talk their asses with in. their asses. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk with our asses yeah. off here, okay? Come on, baby. Let's remove our butts. Um, Have you ever tried to fuck a pile of wet cane sugar? That's what Matt Posey's like, because it's not try. <laughs> that sounds good, but really yeah, disgusting kind at the of, same time. Kind of dusty. Maybe more of a powdered sugar, a uh, oh, yeah. baking soda. Mm, a little <laughs> white honey on yeah. there. Hawaii. Sugar cane, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Out in the sugar yeah. cane fields yeah. of yeah. Maui. Hawaiian honey. Oh, brother, we call this Hawaiian honey. Oh, sugar. Actually, uh, we just call it honey, brother, because we yeah. already hear. Yeah, and we just call it sugar, because... It's not honey to us either. Because, you know, they call his island Cane. Yeah. Rick. <laughs> Dekaine. Yeah. That's bad. Anyway. Um, and that's all me. I wrote, for the first segment I wrote, monuments are fucking everywhere, even though it's about monoliths, not monuments. Same difference. Yeah. Uh, we start off at Stonehenge, perhaps the most famous of all monoliths. Everyone knows about Stonehenge. Uh, you can go read about it. It's it's I mean it's a classic alien. Right. It's in it's in married old England. It's in southwest England, I believe. It is a bunch of dominoes stacked on top of each other like yeah. stone dominoes playing the old game of the bones out there. Roll them yawn. <laughs> Down yawn. Roll them yawn. Hit them yeah. yawn. <laughs> My grandma yawn. Yeah. Sake. Welcome to England yawn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, in London yawn. Yeah. Crayfish country. Real fried. Yeah. Curry fish and chips. Yeah. Get a Grace Case, yeah. 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 But yeah, Stonehenge, uh, it's a bunch of um, big megalithic brocks. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this is so bad. Big bricks out there in the middle of England, and uh, they're stacked <laughs> on top of each other. They're in a circle. Land, land. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, a henge is a circle of stones. A hago, yes, <laughs> uh, very big in the in Celtic circles and Celtic yes. henges. Henges are big. Yeah, um, they were usually portals to another, like the spirit realm, the other world. It's uh, where yeah, fairies which, and shit would come from. I almost called him the amulet asshole, but mm-hmm. who's William Henry? It's uh, Richard Henry. No, it's William Henry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's right. I have to remember. I wanted it to be Richard yeah. Henry, so we call him Dick Henry. Yeah, but it's yeah. Bill, I said Bill Henry. Bill Henry. There we yeah. go. Uh, <laughs> what was? It's not Amulet Asshole. What's his name? <laughs> Medallion Man. Medallion Man. <laughs> Surprised he wasn't on this because there's so many Stargates. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. The whole end of the episode is all about 
Stargate, like wormhole yeah. energy from stone. But um, but yes, uh, Cobbin explains that the there was a megalithic period around this time, the, the kind of late BCs or kind of mid BCs, a few thousand years ago, and leading up through kind of like 1000 AD sort of. And um, in Europe anyway, especially it was kind of the, the mid BCs. So, and I say mid meaning like 10,000 BC or less. And a lot of cultures just started building megaliths. They started taking big old fucking stones and saying, hey, we got to build this uh, kind of church or ritual site or star chart or whatever. Yeah. Uh, they kind of, they're, they're of course, they do the thing where it's like, oh, they all started building them around the same time. It's like, but they were thousands of years apart yeah, for a lot of these. Of Regardless, it's also not hard to believe that humanity across the world kind of started figuring out slowly but surely how to mess with stones and carve mm-hmm. stones and things like that. Because at a time when you didn't have glass or steel or things like that, stone you could make into weapons or homes or some you know defenses like a fort, a fortress or whatever. Uh, so it was a very valuable thing. So it behooved them to know how to yeah. take a harder stone and flake these things and shape them and all that stuff. I mean, fuck, like cavemen from 200,000 years ago were making stone spearheads and shit. Yeah, so yeah. Um, he really was in the news, comes on, and he mentions that the the oldest part of Stonehenge are these, which actually I, I forgot, I've seen this episode, but the wooden post holes that are like 10,000 years mm, old, they're just mm-hmm. out in the parking lot, yeah. and they just paint, they seal them over with paint. And um, the rest of the stones are from about 3,000 years ago. Most of uh, the stones are from like 100 miles away. There's some stones from like 20, 20 miles away. Um, there is an interesting article cause I re- I remember this, like I fucking love science or something else the last few months, but the, uh, I hate that the article title is misleading. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's, it's mostly right, but it says Stonehenge mystery solved says breakthrough scientific study. This is from the Fox news network in August. Um, at, I guess originally reported by the sun, which I think the sun is a newspaper. Something. Um, and it's not origins itself. Sure. They don't have the answers of why it was or how it was built exactly, but they said that they fi- they finally found um, through like radio telescope, like radio satellites and stuff, twenty five cremated remains of people buried under Stonehenge. So um, first time people have, they, we've actually found any of the people associated. Yeah, because they with haven't it. really done any digs here, right, right? To like see what's underneath. Yep, and that's and totally agree with Rami Romani and Sukes and Martel. All those guys were like, they're so stoked that. Radio yeah. um, and laser satellites that can just scan underneath the ground yeah. and give you a picture Not of what's under anything. there instead of fucking everything up. Yeah. So, um, real quick excerpt: A groundbreaking new analysis of the 25 cremated remains buried at the prehistoric monument in Wiltshire has revealed that 10 of them lived nowhere near the Blue Stones. Instead, they came from Western Britain, which kind of makes sense because Wales is in Western Britain, and a lot of the stones came from Wales. I don't know yeah. why that's a mystery, but. Um, uh, and half of those 10 possibly came from a hor- 140, a horny 40 miles away uh, in southwest Wales. Rock hard, baby. Yeah. The whole way. Where the earliest Stonehenge monoliths have also been tra- tracked back to. The remaining 15 would be locals from the Wiltshire area or other descendants of migrants from the west. So they said it was uh, likely a mix of men and women, and they were of high social status, claimed the experts in a new study. Um, so, again, it's not like they said, oh, here we figured out exactly how... They built these things. It's not like the papyrus they found for the the Great Pyramid at uh, Giza. Yeah. Where it talks about how um, exactly how (laughs) the South Giza was built up. Um, Had a walker, I think. (laughs) Tennis balls on it so he wouldn't uh, scuff around too much. Shragged his nuts. (laughs) 
<laughs> you have to find Don't flow. the right emulation stimulation, you know. <laughs> Got to put a bit of grease. <laughs> Can't be taking your old Dreamcast to the fucking dance and using the controller to dance with the arm of a girl around you and shit. Yeah, I know you, know you have the little thing that goes in the controller yeah. and you could take the game wherever, but Tamagotchi's is almost skid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the VMU memory card. It was the uh, vagina monitoring unit, you yeah. know. Let you know if any of the little uh, Sonic the Hedgehog's little pussy was wet. Yeah. <laughs> she walked around. <laughs> and knowing that, you ain't going to get no tang bang. <laughs> He's too fast. <laughs> fast. <laughs> Speaking of that, get they the just rings. released the, uh, the, the tra- <laughs> yeah the trailer for the live action Sonic the Hedgehog um, movie. Is he CG'd in it? He's CG, but everyone else is like. Yeah. Should I kiss? So yeah. Is it like Garfield? It's like the yeah, it's like that or like the new po- the Detective Pikachu movie and all that shit. But uh, I didn't watch the trailer, but I watched the they have the motion poster, which mm. just shows him fucking running up. Um, that's the one that uh, Evan Susser, a frequent guest on Doughboy, is one of our favorite. Podcasts. Oh yeah, he was the right one of the co writers on it. Who he now says there's been like three rewrites. So, since then. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah, read that article, or I mean, just look up Stonehenge latest news, whatever. You'll see that uh, there's there's articles about these cremated remains they found. So it's still very interesting. Uh, doesn't really debunk anything. It's just like, oh, cool. They've confirmed who built it or who was associated with building yeah. it, which is just annoying because the article is Stonehenge mystery solved. And that's like full national Enquirer bullshit when this, yeah, is, yeah. this is supposed to be a semi reputable news source. But so it kind of shows how even, I mean, I, I know what this is dumb. Everyone knows all oh, the news fucking make has to make headlines and blah, blah, blah. But yeah. usually you think science and history news, they fucking would try to Mash be a little more yeah. uh, even keeled. So uh, just getting that quick bait. Hey, even keeled reference to our last episode, the Viking gods, where the Norsemen were really the ones to perfect the keel on a boat to keep it uh, afloat over vast distances of water. Um, and they touched the natives first. <laughs> right. <laughs> Big white wampum, <laughs> white white women. He of the horn, horny helmets. He of the one with the braided lock. Right. Smell like wampum. <laughs> the tonka smells like money, baby. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I make it rain, bitch. Native. Um, yeah, so they're wondering how they lift these fuckers. Uh, Huey and Lewis in the news doesn't believe. Um, you know, some believe they were rolled up on tree trunks and rollers and shit and whatever. So. So he doesn't believe that, of course. Um, some say that the wizard Merlin, the Celtic wizard Merlin of King yes. Arthur's fame, uh, brought the stones by levitating them with his hands. So casting a magical smel- smell. <laughs> <laughs> the stink from within. Uh, my fartgas will lift up these stones <laughs> because it's so dense with corn and other trackers. <laughs> Give me the white beans, please. How did you get corn? That's only in America, and we haven't been there well, yet. And he says, well, oh, I, I have the beans, I have the corn. No matter how it happened, it's through a portal. I have the beans, I have the corn. No matter how I happen, it's <laughs> through a portal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good. It be um, through a portal. <laughs> Pirates don't exist yet either. Oh, I love Shenmue. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so of also. course, of course, they then ask if Merlin was an alien, was an extraterrestrial being that came to teach them things and all that fun stuff. They bring on, um, I'll, I'll mention her name later on. She's a red haired lady that just seems real excited about everything. Mm-hmm. And she's on a handful of episodes so far. She's on a lot later, but she just comes on to mention that like that. Oh, there's been 40 books written about Merlin by this one dude. 
And I'm like, are you trying to say that he was real or what? Yeah, like, yeah. He believes he was a real man. I'm like, well, yeah, if he wrote 40 fucking books that yeah, he's, obsessed. he's obsessed with Merlin culture. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more into Merkin culture. Yeah, I enjoy the long hair, the pointy hat, right. the little bits of moons and stars, and the long robes. Hey, are we talking about Merlin or yeah. delicious Lucky Charm cereal well, here? Everyone knows that the fucking leprechauns were just Merlin divided into 40 different pieces. Right, exactly. And he's always going after his gold. Like the different <laughs> colors of the rainbow, right? Exactly. Yeah, each one represented there was a pink leprechaun. Because <laughs> don't forget, Merlin has that stink, and that's how he yes, had his the, magic work. The snail. Yeah. I levitated so the, the stone. <laughs> Ram the pink in his stink. A stone what like that. It's good for the Constitution. <laughs> I didn't know Merlin was Scottish. I, oh, I've switched. I've switched. <laughs> I've switched. I've fucking switched from yeah. Irish to Irish. Now it's I. Scottish. <laughs> I know I switched. I'm explaining who I switched. <laughs> Across the beautiful place in the channel. What the fuck is the channel? The English the channel. English But we channel. don't call it that. Just we call it. We call it. The channel. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to change sometimes. You have to change the channel. Yeah. <laughs> and get a whole new outlook on life. Yeah. Maybe watch The View. Tides go up. Tides go down. Maybe a little Oprah Winfrey. Winds are up. Winds are down. Hey. Are you sick at home? Now you're going to watch David the Gnome on Nickelodeon. I, I don't even know if Spanish has been invented yet. <laughs> but that's where that cartoon comes from. Oh. oh. The realm of Spaniards. Uh... <laughs> Uh, anyway, so they they kind of bookend the episode here in the beginning by talking about how some of these stones at Stonehenge have quartz crystals in them. They don't say how much. They don't say it's a lot. But they say that, you know, oh, quartz, ha- you know, hippies and shit believe that quartz has healing properties. So maybe it was some power place yeah. or something, uh, which, again, makes sense. I don't know. Maybe if you have a shit ton of quartz around you, you feel kind of a vibration or energy or something. Um, but, uh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> What? <laughs> this man every time is some rich tourist, but he just comes in so he can comb in the middle of the circle hands-free. I'm just going to fucking release all over this channel. <laughs> this channel has wavy lines, but I can still hear the moans. I think his name, I'm not sure if it's real, but I think his name's Jackoff Nicholson. <laughs> yes, baby. <laughs> this is as good as it gets. Yeah. Both the reference and your impression. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, this is Jack. as good as Hey, I'm Jack Nicholas. Yeah. Yeah. I love the Lakers. I'm happy they have a new star player. Yeah. Kobe didn't do it. I did. Baby. Uh, oh, you raped that girl. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> They mistake me for Kobe all the time <laughs> for obvious reasons below the waistline. Because I wear sunglasses. <laughs> Inside. I put uh, sunglasses above my dick. <laughs> and I call it Snuffleupagus. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be a polarizing episode for new <laughs> listeners, for sure. I don't um, think anyone's new. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, no, it, it is funny because this is a full rehash episode. Like I said, yeah, there's... The spherical balls in a little bit, but that's pretty much it. Um, absolutely nothing new. Uh, Sooks and Bar and Childress come on and think it was a uh, celestial calendar or a healing place. So Childress chimes in to elaborate and he says, uh, uh, So who was it then that uh, 
needed these astronomical calculations? Uh, would it be the extraterrestrials themselves, or rather the priestly groups that the extraterrestrials were cultivating and, and training them to monitor the stars and the heavens and the moon and the eclipses? And he says eclipses yeah. like it's electronic eclipses. E. coli. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so he's saying that... Uh, that the aliens were teaching the kind of priestly class, the druids or whatever that built this thing, to collect power for them and also, like, map out star charts and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, where I'm like, why would aliens need humans? And let's say it's Childress or Martell or whoever's saying primitive humans. Why would they need them to gather stone-based energy? Right. Or also map the stars for them who got here through the stars, through trillions and trillions of miles away. Mm -hmm. This is the kind of nonsense where you're like, oh, see, the aliens are training them to... It's like, but why? Why would yeah. you do that? You know? Um, we move on to the next thing, which is all about Avebre uh, in England as well. This is the largest, largest megalithic stone circle in the world. Uh, Alan Butler is this Welsh guy that comes on, a real, little angry, kind of like a haggard old Welsh dude. Mm -hmm. He has a book, I think it's titled How to Read Stone Monuments. He at least comes on and he's like uh, pretty normal about everything. He's not really talking that much about oh, ancient aliens so much as just the monuments themselves. Mm -hmm. And Huey Lewis and the news uh, is a big size queen in this episode. He's just obsessed. Every time he comes on, he's just like, oh, wow, the, the song is, is a huge, messy. Why would they yeah. do that? Well, this tiny little poke pie on his hat, maybe if do or some shit. <laughs> is, is he eating the pork pie or is it a hat? Of course. <laughs> delicious. Oh, that explains that. Yes. <laughs> of course I'm going to Is eat it, it this or that? Of course. <laughs> well, I thought you said, is he eating it? I said, of course. No. Of course he's eating it. <laughs> I said, it's a little. <laughs> is he okay. eating it out of the hat? And I said, yes. Oh, is that oh, what sorry. I asked? I don't know. I don't... <laughs> it's getting late, like I said. Oh, yeah. He's uh, <laughs> eating it out of the hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got my pork pie here. Um, but yeah, Butler, uh, Alan Butler says uh, Stonehenge was like a, a parish church compared to Avebury, Avery, Avebury, sorry, which was like a huge cathedral. So, um, cause it was massive. It was this huge, huge stone circle with then two, uh, not concentric, but two parallel circles right inside of it. Mm -hmm. It's funny because they didn't mention once. Now this looks like an alien gray with all Basically. big eyes. And like, they didn't mention that once, but it's it like literally, an bag. <laughs> Now he's not even bothering yeah. it. Oh, it looks like it's, ah. it's just coffee. It's just coffee. Yeah. Looks like here. an apple bag. Beautiful nuts. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's close to a bunch of other historic sites out there, like a really big burial mound, really big burial ch chamber from thousands of years ago, a chumber. My favorite mound is chumber wumber. Um, Cogney Collins comes on and he says, uh, it seemed that it was necessary to show that there was some kind of rhythm or cycle in nature. And your your roommate Thathew uh, really liked his little night cha. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought it was because they have a rhythm for violence. <laughs> <laughs> By creating something like this, there's a stability in the world. Chaos and order cannot reign. So he's. I mean, I'm like, okay, yes. Like this guy usually says weird shit, but I said yes. This is why every culture creates monoliths, tries to map out the stars tries to find the patterns, the predictable things in their environment because their life is extremely unpredictable and unsafe because it's unpredictable. So the instinct to find predictability is one of the most essential core 
uh, properties of the human mind, just like uh, leaning over to let a fart out yeah. like Steve just did. Oh. Um, but uh, Daddy always gets a taste. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm like, I'm like, and I know that that's not all he believes about this because this is the guy that writes the the Cygnus mystery, which is all mm-hmm. about how you know Osiris and Isis and everyone they're all trying to get back to the Cygnus cluster and shit like I'm that. Coming so. down with the Cygnus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, the video is just a swan yeah. singing the song. <laughs> oh, I'm down with the sickness. I was picturing more like the Affleck duck or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, Alan Butler comes back on and says, we still don't know who built this at all. They have apparently have no clues uh, because I was tired. I did not look up if there was any. But you, most of the time the when, like, it's been pretty rare that Ancient Aliens, the show, has said, and nobody to this day knows who built it, and then I find out who built it. Like, yeah. it's, it's pretty rare. Because, so. again, we're pretty far beyond these episodes right. that they've made these statements and enough people have gone out and dug up the evidence or just enough right. time has passed that the evidence has just naturally been exactly. dug up and not necessarily in response to these guys. Right, and it, when even five, six years later, it's pretty difficult to, like, just go fucking dig these places up because you run the risk of ruining this historic monument. It's a tourist. It's, like... It's sometimes responsible for surrounding towns and people's jobs. So I'm sure that there's pushback when they go, let's dig that fucker up yep. and, you know, potentially fuck things up. So um, there's a lot of crop circles around the area, too. There's ghost sightings, lots of paranormal shit around the area, Ooh, wow. which, lo and behold, always seems to happen around mysterious places where people don't know who built it or where That's it's from. Yeah. So the sense of mystery is triggered in their brain and they just want to be open to all these weird things. Yeah. So they're already creeped out because they can't explain something. So then they don't, they can't, you know, they see all this other shit yeah. they can't explain. So um, Sukes gives his classic spiel. This season is really repetitive for Sukalos. He just comes on and says, of course, this was misinterpreted technology from advanced alien races visiting with their flesh and bolts machines hmm. to flesh and bolt people. Um, Childress says they were uh, alien survey sites. So they left these big stones in the ground as survey rocks from the deities that used to be present there. I don't know why. They've never yeah. really mentioned that before as survey rocks. You could, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. could argue any of these then could be survey rocks. I'm guessing, I mean, survey rocks are what, just to mark where you're going to dig or where you've dug or something like that? Or like, or where yeah, you've, where you've been before? Sort of, yeah, some sort of marker for... Like yeah. a breadcrumb trail or something, right? Yeah, unless they're getting contours of the land as well. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But again, why the fuck would advanced aliens need, need rocks giant to rocks this. to mark it? So, um, I'm going to market these rocks, right. <laughs> They're going to fucking oh. crush. Oh, you put two okay. little eyeball googly eyes on there? Yeah. People are going to take them as fucking pets. I okay. shit you not. Grind bro. a hole. Get the fucking grease. You've got the world's first sex doll. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to market these all over the place. Yes. Now, now, Stephen was the first man that I ever mm. met to think that a rock could be a vagina. It was amazing, and it revolutionized the sex toy industry in the mm. 30s. Yeah. It was fucking wild, okay? I charged these things up. I used all the dilithium crystals inside of these things, and I said, hey, let's fuck. <laughs> and now, I was the first child born... Of some of the scrums, some of the, some yeah. of the leftover cum in yeah. one of those rocks. Now, you're not supposed to be reacting because I'm in a documentary about <laughs> you as a character. Yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> well, so I fucked one of these rocks, right? I'm telling you, no tits, okay? Just fucking the rocks. It tilts over. Cleaning lady. She had her fucking ass white out. It was a hot day, okay? Boom. 
That rock does a little bit of a loogie, drips down her butt cheeks into her vagina. You know what's next? Hi, kid. And that's me. <laughs> Did I ever recognize him? No. Not until I just told you right now. <laughs> yeah. I'll see you. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Just like runs away yeah. so fast. The smoke <laughs> pattern of him is left. <laughs> Feet so family now. Woo! Sounds like that's a rock. Went to a corner and jerked off. Yeah, we then move quickly to Cigaria. Not to be confused with Swisher Sweet Cigarillos at the gas station. But yeah, this is in Sri Lanka. It's known as Lion's Rock. It's a big towering rock, 600 feet above the landscape. It looks kind of like a. A mesa in like mm-hmm. the in the American Southwest, uh, uh, minus the minus the Cowboys of Moo Mesa. Yeah. Well, I was going to say that my favorite coastas. Right, exactly. <laughs> Where we just had dinner tonight. Yes, beautiful um, Newport Rib being Company. Newport Rib. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we're on the border of Newport. It's there. around there somewhere. Yeah. I don't know if it is. Though. <laughs> uh, Childress chimes in, and Cockney Collins explains. That it was a Buddhist recovery, uh, a Buddhist recovery monastery. <laughs> hey man, I've been too fucked up. <laughs> too much of this fucking enlightenment, bro, yeah. right in my veins. Um, yeah, no it was a prayer. <laughs> it was a Buddhist monastery, uh, and then a palace a few hundred years later, and then a big fort. Because it was, as Steve was saying when we were watching, he was like, yeah, this is just like the best fucking location to have a yeah. fort. Like, even though it looks gnarly to build a whole compound up there, there was clearly a path. That you could walk up and you had to take some time, but yeah. you have a natural fucking fortress just towering yeah. over with really All the very easily defendable yeah. walkways to keep people out yeah. if they were going to climb up. Gnarly force coming in right. and then giant high ground. Yes. Like, yeah. Um, You're sitting pretty, baby. Exactly. And so uh, uh, they also show the fres- the famous frescoes on the wall of Sigaria, and it's the these big titty nipple, big nipple women. Yeah. These look like modern day women right. with big breast jobs. Like work yeah, worked out with like super yeah. coney boobs. Very tight bodies <laughs> with round C cups that right. could not be naturally formed. And it was like kinda nice it's it sounds dumb, but it was kinda nice that the women were drawn like smiling, like they looked happy. Yeah. They, were, <laughs> they were like, Oh, there's yeah. energy. Here. And their nipples are hard, so oh, you yeah. know they were very much into it. Oh yes. <laughs> and it just looked like they were like reaching into like boxes or like and they were only halfway uh, mm-hmm. Coming out of clouds, you know, mm-hmm. they, you know, they, I don't think any of them had legs. Yeah, um, these were early gins. Right. <laughs> uh, we get uh, not our first sukular, but the only relevant sukular here. And he says, uh, "We have the most amazing paintings of people emerging from clouds here in Siguria. What were they trying to depict here? It was just a complete misunderstanding of a visitation by technologically advanced space travelers. So he's saying that, like, and he's like, goes on, he's like, what more beautiful way to represent your, these travelers coming from the clouds and to show them coming out of clouds? I'm like, Come okay. Here. I'm like, that's not really a beautiful way. It's just a literal way. If yeah, we're saying, yeah. I don't know. But, um, Forcing it. Yeah. We, uh, um, and, to, and to be fair to them, I looked it up. The identity of these girls hasn't been confirmed. Most people believe it was like the king's women uh, that he had painted up there or whatever. Because mm-hmm. it does show them like receiving gifts and things like yeah, that. Yeah. So His harem. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the only person to pronounce yeah. it. <laughs> harem. Harem. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Geology Jesus comes on. He's on this little middle part quite a bit. He's, uh, he's in awe yeah. of the Sigaria Fortress Palace Monastery. Oh. He, says, he says, it always makes me think of... The concept of the mountain uh, reaching to heaven. Uh, it, it makes you think of the celestial or, or cosmic mountain, Mount Meru, which hmm. we've, we've discussed Mount Meru before. It's, it's kind of the Buddhist, like, 
center of the universe. It's where it's it's a it's a like a it's a mountain. They say that it's like made out of fire, but like all the gods and stuff or these celestial beings live on the side of the mountain, have palaces on it and shit like that. And they can only climb up because they were bitten by a spider, and they're just protecting Aunt Mayru. Uh-huh. And they said, with great power comes great responsibility, right. and that's why they had to really hold this place right. coveted and secret. And because she didn't respect that power, that's why your Uncle Benru died. <laughs> he was killed by a mugger. Roo. <laughs> a kangaroo with that learned yeah. how to use a gun. He was the most dangerous creature in all the forest. None seen the <laughs> urban jungle <laughs> of New York. <laughs> and that's how he came to be in this new city. Roo. <laughs> uh, Hyrule Forest. <laughs> Ryu used his Akuma. Yes. <laughs> he released the evil version of himself. Yes. I guess it wasn't the evil version of himself, no, but it, it was, was his. It was an evil uh, guy that trained under their Under master. the same thing, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> Ryu Fu. Ryu yeah. Fu, as they yeah. call it. Because then it's just Fu. Dark Ryu is the bad one? Or is the uh, evil one? Yeah, it's like Dark Ryu and Violent Ken in Street right. Fighter V. Yes. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but uh, we move on to Easter Island. We've gone over Easter Island before. Geology Jesus comes on and explains what the Moai are, which are the famous big statues uh, on Easter Island. Um, we'd also discussed how very recently they've done moderns have gone over there and done experiments on how they could have moved these things around the island and into place. And it was like super simple. They basically found out that with three ropes tied to it. Tied to the top of it. These are rope throwing masters. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a Peter North uh, yeah. technique. Okay. Yes, um, they, with three ropes, you can lasso the top of these fucking things, um, and with three people kind of pulling in each direction, you can kind of rock it and roll it. Mm-hmm. Rock it and roll it. Mm-hmm. But you can rock <laughs> it and roll these giant things because you're using the the top heavy weight. And the other two people at any given time can balance it to keep it from falling. And you can then kind of rock it back and forth and move it with only a couple people on each rope. So it's nothing that early people or the Rapa Nui or whatever couldn't do to move these things. So Mm -hmm. the kind of kicker is like how uh, some of these Moai are, are buried chest high. In what they say or what Geology Jesus says is natural sediment. It's 20 mm-hmm. feet of natural sediment. So he's saying that, like, as a geologist, he says, I have to give it to him, he says, natural sediment and takes way small. longer than when they think these were built. So regardless, even if it was an extra 10,000 years ago, they could have thrown ropes, you know, yeah, made ropes yeah. and thrown them around there, too. So I mean, we've been throwing ropes since the dawn of time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Children's explains how they're all laying around and they're kind of at, like, different angles and buried, but they're all... Uh, looking upward, and Geology Jesus uh, kind of just is in awe again. And he says, now there's something much more profound going on because they're buried 20 feet under the ground. They're looking up at the sky or the stars. And this suggests that they're much older than mainstream archaeologists suggest. And so we're seeing really the the, the journey of Geology Jesus, of, of uh, Robert Schock, mm-hmm. uh, a Ph.D. in geology, Going from mainstream science himself yeah. down the road Mainstreamer. of yeah down the road of oh maybe I want to get in this yeah. community and sell some books and yeah. maybe you know. get laid right um, pull I, some ass uh, well, I was gonna say it just cuts to him of like kind of being the nerd guy to like yeah. 
you know, progression to where then he has this cool, like, leather biker jacket. And he's like, I'm not part of the lamestream media, okay, bro? I knew I'd here. Greaser, okay? <laughs> yeah. I knew you losers would be over here you might mining want to away. Pop that plug in. She's about to pop it out, and we're going to lose. There yeah. we go. That's just for the computer. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting to see a... You know, because I'm, I'm sure that he feels like, oh, I'm a geologist. I can bring some real credibility to these arguments, right. I guess. But at the same time. But then it gets dangerous when you bring a personal, emotional right. a goal. kind of want. Yeah. Yes. Instead of letting the goal reveal itself through the scientific method, you're trying to prove a goal yeah. with the sci- with the, with your science. So, yeah. um, like I said, the Rapa Nui were Polynesian. Don't. She's going to jump on this fucking table. Um, <laughs> Steve's cat over here. Um, they're suggesting that, uh, of course, the Rapa Nui were aliens or robots which there's another episode where they talk about oh my god okay another episode where they talk about uh where we've talked about the moai yeah. and easter island and they don't really mention that at all they just say the rapanui were polynesian visitors yeah, yeah. Who, who traveled uh, like i don't know it was like a couple hundred miles or something yeah. like that and uh, eric von daniken's on for his only vd viewpoint of this episode and he says no these don't look like uh, the original builders they they look like robots and it's like Okay, robots from 50s movies? Is that what you think? Yeah. Ro- because right now there really aren't robots except for toy robots mm-hmm. or the kind of shit they're turning out at Boston Dynamics where they yeah. don't look anything like they're all robots They're super at fucked all. up or they're very yeah. humanistic looking. Right. They just like, yeah, Humanoid. exactly. Right. Um, and Childress chimes in and agrees and he says, they are elongated heads. They're, they're also these cone heads that we see at Nazca and Egypt and on... Old episodes of Saturday Night Live yeah. with Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, where does he believe they're from? Uh, uh, who are these people? Um, who does he believe they're, they are? Now, setting you up. Come oh, oh. Uh, uh, I think they're from France. Yeah. You know, maybe ancient France. I don't know. but uh, They have no butt cheeks. Right. Uh, they can take a, a Subway sandwich and a whole foot long hmm. in like four bites without hmm. even hmm. stopping to chew. They have even a multiple though, set of teeth. I was going to say, they don't chew even though they have right. razor-like <laughs> for chomping. Uh, they can uh, uh, narfle the Garthok hmm. for as form of judicial punishment on their planet and uh, all sorts of um, golf-like games that they can use to choke the Garthok. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I was remembering. Because is that the movie? Is so, yeah, yeah, so in the Conan's movie, Dan Aykroyd and the family get... Taken, sent right. back to uh, whatever the Their planet, planet is, yeah. and um, Rem, is it Remulac. Yeah, I think it's Remulac. Is it? Yeah, because that's, that's where the stupid I, I am Doctor Remulac, Remulac thing came from. But uh, yeah, they're from Remulac, and because they they uh, disobeyed their orders to to just do reconnaissance on Earth and how to conquer it because they had their kid down there, they uh, they get taken back and. He has to narfle the Garthok to win his freedom, but nobody narfles the Garthok. The Garthok narfles, narfles them. <laughs> but he learned how to play golf, and so he has like just a little stupid stick. Mm-hmm. And then he finds this rock, and he goes, and like, and he, and oh, he like, yeah. he does a full drive into the Garthok's throat, chokes it to death, right. and that's how he narfles the Garthok. Yeah, because didn't he learn how to? Wait, you did say that like on a business trip? Or yeah, something? he well, he yeah, just he uh, gets like, obsessed with golf as right, he's growing right, up and right, working right. at his whatever the business yeah. is. So, um, but yeah, uh, it's insane that like. The ancient astronaut theorists believe that any time it suits them, that there was no artistic that there, there here here's my oh. argument here. Yeah, they yeah. they believe that there was somehow at in all cultures a base level 
of artisticness of artis- artistic Artisanal. interpretation, right? That they must, they believe that like, cause by default they go, they draw these things all fucking weird and out of proportion. It's like, okay, so that means you think that humans primitive or not tried to draw everything very proportional, but then sometimes they drew these weird things and they must've been different. It's like, no, that's just how they drew people and shit all the time. Like every fuck, you can take 10 children, you know, out of your basement where you're keeping them mm-hmm. and teaching them things. You can take those 10 kids all give them crayons and a piece of paper, and they'll all draw completely differently when you say, oh, draw a snowman. Draw right. your dad. Yeah. Draw the guy that keeps you in the basement. There'll probably yeah. be various forms of dragon, demon, devil, whatever. Yeah. But Draw um, what you think your dad might look like based right. on your own mirror. Right, right. Like a big bear with like a baseball bat around his yeah. crotch, you know? He's the strongest um, man. He's my dad. Wrestle bear. He fuck bear. He is bear. His baseball bat. He fucking hits it really hard. This is one of the little kids down there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With a bear with a baseball bat cock. That's what they're interpreting. Yeah, that's something. Oh, oh. (laughs) Your father. Right. My dad's big boy. Yeah. (laughs) Sal was really strong. Sal was too strong. That's why I had to leave. Right. (laughs) Say say I had to go work, get all the milk so I could be big boy. I was too strong, so I didn't make him feel strong like he wants to feel anymore. Yeah. (laughs) He was mad because I had boner early, and uh, my mom said my wiener (laughs) was. Was tastier. <laughs> he got jealous. Oh, well, Oedipal thing. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> oh, I, you know, I was only kind of hard. Oh, she ate a yeah. pole. <laughs> That's for sure. I was only soft hard. Yeah, <laughs> it might be your most fleshed out character. <laughs> oh, that's my most flesh lit yeah. character. <laughs> As it comes to me. <laughs> but yeah, it's dumb that that they believe anytime something was stylized art. Uh, that it must have been a literal interpretation of a weird, fucked up, proportional being with elongated skulls and big eyes and all that shit. So yeah. uh, it's it's just silliness. So uh, we go to Indonesia and we go to some of these uh, rice paddy valleys and we see some other what they're calling very similar statues. Right. And they're not similar at all. No. They're big, but they're not the same size or proportion or anything as the Moai statues on Easter Island. They have word bubbles over them that say... Peekaboo! Right. Yeah, they're just <laughs> popping out of the ground, out of these yeah. rice paddies, and uh, Childress can't believe that they made these fuckers. He's, yeah. he's, he chimes in and he says, uh, "There are giant boulders weighing hundred tons in the river valley, uh, uh, miles away." But but then to haul those giant boulders up into the valley and then and then erect it <laughs> and carve it into this gigantic fifteen foot statue and. And you don't know why or how. I'm just like, he's getting all like, I'm like, this is like the eight trillion me- like megalith statue, whatever you've probably studied or seen. Yeah. Like, why are you getting so emotional about yeah. this one? <sighs> and it's, and it's kind of like, do you think that Indonesians were even dumber or more primitive or something? And it's yeah. even less likely they could have done this. Cause then, right. then they fucking, cause of course they think they're depicting aliens or the gods. They keep saying that they're, they look just like the Moai statues and they look nothing like them at yeah. all. Just that they're gray stone figures. Right. Which the Moai are like brownstone anyway. And even if you don't want to go into colors, I'm like, they look completely different. These are kind of like, they kind of look like the little um, leaf creatures. Like the little, uh, in uh, like the Legend of Zelda series. I can't remember what they're called. Co- Kokiris. The little Kokiri right. things. Kokiri. They're like little leaf people and stuff. They're they're very flat. They're yeah. very, they have little they cute eyes and like, faces. Yeah, like owl eyes. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Face exactly, yeah. They're very foresty looking. Whereas the Moai yeah. statues are like very... Polynesian looking. Yeah, like. humanoid, tiki looking right. things. And because I can even say sort of Polynesian looking because my brain has created kind of an archetype 
because a lot of Polynesian art yeah. looks like that. Right, right, right. There's kind of a like there's totem kind of, poly kind of thing. Exactly. You know. <laughs> exactly. Um, sounds like some mafia guy. Yeah. Hey, totem poly over there. <laughs> totem poly. Totem poly. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck do you want? I he's, gotta, got a, he's a guy that carries old tote bags full of cash. Yeah. He's got a. Don't mention the umbrella in his drink. Right. He will lose his shit. Okay. Yeah, he yeah. likes he likes tiki drinks, but he doesn't like yeah. to admit it. You yeah. know, the girl drinks. Do, do I look like I make you laugh? Uh, no, Paulie. No, Paulie. Huh? Do you think? Oh, you want to borrow my umbrella for the fucking rain? No. Huh? What umbrella, Paulie? What huh? umbrella, Paulie? Huh? No. Huh? I know you can carry can all the totes. Paulie. Jam it in your eye. <laughs> <laughs> Who's crying now? Right. Uh, that was uh, Mafia Theater <laughs> with Joey and Steve. They uh, just killed the guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not much else. <laughs> um, yeah, Coppins calls out here. He says, uh, Now what they're basically telling us uh, is that uh, this is a memorial to our gods, the deities that were once present and who have left since. They're, and so they're, they're, it, whether you t- you're saying in this specific case in Indonesia or with most other cases um, – there's not always evidence for that. Like, or, or, I mean, sometimes they're saying flat out, yes, we're depicting our gods, but he's saying here that they're literally telling us that these are memorials to their gods, which I think is more something he ties later on in the episode, which is that like all, all stone monuments and statues are carry the soul or the spirit of the gods. And that's how we communicate with them and whatever esoteric shit Mm -hmm. is kind of saying. But, um, but they don't even, they don't even try like they do with fucking Peruvians all the time. Now, the tribesmen now say it was the Shining Ones coming down. Mm. Like, they didn't even take an Indonesian guy and say, like, oh, hey, do you know what these fucking things are? Oh. <laughs> she, like, was crawling down my back with her fucking oh, yeah. She's real feisty. And it looked like you then crushed her against the wall. <laughs> you didn't, but, yeah. The back of the chair. <laughs> guy in the back of the chair. Yeah. Um, yeah. But... Uh, Anyway, we move on to uh, huge stone balls in Costa Rica in Palmar Arsur. In the 1930s, these big uh, spherical stones were discovered. And Childress chimes in quite a bit here and explains, you know, uh, 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 many of them are uh, 10 feet in diameter. And they're, they're gigantically huge. He says that a couple times. Uh, others are much smaller, uh, the size of a basketball or a car tire or something like that. And... Uh, <laughs> And, in fact, where they're found is a, a primitive area and would have been very, very hard to make by just bashing around on a rock. And that's where it's like – that's what kills their credibility most of the time is it's like – but you're not even respecting the culture and mm-hmm. the stonework they might even do. Like bashing around a rock. Like yeah, yeah. Very – again. Yeah. like oh, yeah. Just double hand. Right. Oh, like a fucking ape or yeah, something yeah, bashing yeah. a bone on a rock. It's like – it's just so crazy because, again, like I've said before – if you're doing, you know, um, uh, handyman work, you know, if you're giving hand jobs, yeah, out, no, yeah. if you're doing, if you're doing any sort of like classical fucking contractor work, handyman work, building a, even building IKEA furniture, mm-hmm. you humans adapt within minutes of a process. Like if you're like like people that do an IKEA furniture, like think about it, someone that's never built it, and then by the end of it, you're a fucking pro at that shit, right? And your next one, you're like, oh, I totally get the same yeah. lock washers and, and this and that or whatever. As long as you keep doing it, then you're gonna get better and smarter and right. faster. So like within hours or minutes, you start getting better at basic tasks where you're trying mm-hmm. to improve something, shape something, whatever. And so like making a spearhead out of a rock, like. Probably within less than a day, you're 10 times better than you were before. And then mm-hmm. the next day you get better and the next day you get better. And that's how we grow and evolve with our tool-making brains and all that stuff right. too. But 
they love to act like these fucking poor people are just like idiots that are like you said there's bad double hand bashing yeah. <laughs> throwing rock at this rock and hoping it becomes a sphere which yeah. is totally just kind of racist totally farcical know. yeah um 300 of these stones have been found they call them los balas um and uh, they're super precise they are sometimes 96 percent completely spherical now as we'll see later some of them are 96 percent completely spherical because some of them as they just, pan over yeah. and don't mention those or hold the shot on those they're super round on one chuck, but they're totally oval-shaped or, or misshapen on the other side or whatever. So, like, some of them look like they were, like, sticking out of the ground. They shaped one part. Yeah. And then the rest of the ground rotted away, and now you can see the bottom of the rock or something. Yeah, yeah. But um, Robert Shock Geology Jesus comes on, and he says, uh, uh, now, these are made of granite and granite diorite. And granite diorite is very hard to work. And I'm like, okay, like, that's that's fine. But like you were saying, they say hard to work, not yeah. impossible to work right, at. Right. And then we get the return of uh, we learned tonight was the the Bosnian Indiana Jones um, Samir Osmanovic and he was on like the Secrets of the Pyramids episode or something where there's like Bosnian pyramids um, or what he thinks are Bosnian pyramids because they're too regular to be yeah. mountains and stuff like that. He kind of looks like uh, the dude from Rocky Ford. Yes, he looks like Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, um, with the hair and everything. Who's also I think you know he's he's. Brush. Is Dolph Lundgren? Dolph Lundgren is uh, Swiss or Maybe. Belgian or something like but that. But in the movie, he has the or Russian. Aust- Austrian, sorry. But yes, he's a Russian yeah, in the movie. Um, but uh, yeah, kind of Eastern Bloc looking. But um, he comes on and he says, uh, Now you will need diamond tools or lasers to cut granite diorite this precisely. And so, um, and I'm like, why is he on this segment? And then you find out later that he's done digs for Bosnian sphere sites of the same kind. So, um, uh, Childress chimes in again and he says, uh, jungle dwelling local chiefs. And he says it like, it's very weird. And it's a one shot. So he's not, they're not editing this. It's one shot. I'm like, what? This is why we love children's. It's like, why the fuck do you talk? like Hmm. Jungle dwelling local chiefs were sometimes buried with some of the smaller balls. And, uh, I don't think they could procreate quite as well as the bigger ball chieftains, you know. Um, he says, uh, uh, but some of the balls are gigantically huge. And, in fact, are so large they couldn't fit in any grave. Like, he has a weird, yeah. like, it, I've never heard him like this before. That was a very Steve Brule yeah. grave. Gra- grave. Uh, and okay. it's a mystery as to what their purpose was. Um, Suk says that the locals claim that they were cannonballs for the god of thunder. Um, and the, and then of course there's always a core of truth in every story. Um, and sometimes the core of truth is the fucking people that live there and didn't know any better believed the story they're telling. <laughs> um, but, uh, yes, yeah, stone balls were also discovered in Bosnia and we go back to a bunch of footage of Osmanagic in his element. He's on a, a fucking, uh, oh, super nose itch. Um, uh, he's on an archaeological dig for all of these Bosnian stone balls, and um, it's cool. Like they're showing again, they're panning over stuff. Sometimes there's perfectly spherical ones. Sometimes there's not. Sometimes they show them like set up with like four around it, but the four around it are kind of polished, but kind of misshapen still too. Mm-hmm. And it just shows that like yeah, maybe they didn't put the little the level of effort into every single thing they did. But um, like you said, it's hard. It's not impossible, right? You know. Right. So 
Um, so I say to those the ladies, you know. Yeah. So, Gonna um, make me come. Right. <laughs> and it's more about them coming. I'm sorry. Exactly. It's really hard for you, but it's not impossible. I'll, right. just, I'll keep doing my yeah. best. Just feel good with what I'm yeah. doing. <laughs> I don't care what you want. Just feel good with what I'm doing and come. I will bring out my inner child. <laughs> <laughs> Your inner child. Yeah. <laughs> uh, little hand puppet yeah, of David. That should be a shirt, too, of him, like, chest yeah. bursting out <laughs> of something, like your inner child. Yeah, with his Photoshop quadro yeah. and uh, Total Recall. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, I wonder how, what he would think of that. If we made like a, a cool Photoshop, put her yeah. on a shirt like that is release your inner child, child dress or something. Yeah. <laughs> but all like gimped out yeah. hands. <laughs> Open your mind. Yeah. Which fits. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Childress chimes in and says, uh, uh, another theory is that they were sometimes used as star maps, a, a very much like some extraterrestrial map. And it's like, okay, because he said you'd like roll the balls around to make star charts. I'm like, that seems very excessive. <laughs> just to like go, oh, the stars moved yeah. over here. But because eventually they don't move, they just yeah. spin. Like they just, you know, you're spinning. Well, the on Earth's a, spinning. Sorry, yes. That's, you know. The sky is appear, appears to spin, you know. So, uh, but yeah, you know, Osmanagich is, is going, you know, he's just kind of on it, showing footage of the dig and everything. And, and oh, this is my gravy. It's like a big apple bag or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, Take a mad gravy. <laughs> Bosnian gravy is the best gravy. <laughs> People don't know that or believe that. But I will teach them that the best gravy comes from Bosnian balls. It's called Bosnian <laughs> toothpaste. <laughs> yeah. Very, Very dense. Very uh, thick. The right emulation stimulation. <laughs> Do you know what diatoms are? If found in the ocean, little crystals. Yes. Yes. I've done it myself. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I'm making toothpaste now. (laughs) Oh, your teeth are going to be so Uh, clean. And so tartar free. (laughs) Smell like the sea. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so uh, where did I leave off? Oh, yeah. It's going to be a star map or whatever. So I found... I looked up a little uh, uh, article from uh, a little-known site called ForbesMagazine.com. Mm-hmm. Forbes.com. Um, Forbes.com, an article by Shana Montanari, um, I guess was one of the Forbes Under 30 people, um, has an article from April 18th, 2016, uh, that's titled, the Ma- That Massive Stone Sphere in Bosnia is Probably Not from a Lost Civilization. So... Um, this is about Osmanagic specifically in his dig site because he's the one releasing all of this information. Um, it's it sounds mean spirited for me to say this, but it kind of reeks of him being like, I got to put Bosnia back on the map with hmm. cool shit kind of thing, you know. Well, when they were harvesting the the slabs, right? I was like, this is fucking stupid, right? Like it's his kids and him hammering the shit out of this, right. totally non scientific, right? Like. <laughs> Real dig sites have it all mapped out so they know right. exactly what part of the right, land right. they got. It's very specific. They're like on a hike and then stopping to yeah. dig these things out. They're like out. just <laughs> fucking things up. This is like yeah. absolutely what archaeologists and geologists right. don't want you to do. And he's literally like, it shows him being like, like cuts to them on site and he's like, now you see where the stream got yeah. through here and here is the sphere and you don't yeah. see anything. Well, he's like, it's right here. I'm like, yeah. okay. Like, and again, um, for me, it's a stream's like maybe these are just big boulders that were part of a glacier right. that melted or the stream has now pushed them down and they've just sort of naturally rolled right. out. And, you know, and, and I, it was very, this article is very interesting on Forbes because there is a very specific 
not common, but common enough that it's known in geological science, uh, these were likely formed by a process called concretion, or they're called a concretion, where somehow they're not really sure how yet, but the forces of, you know, the force of the earth, something is like pretty precisely forming a spherical shape, Mm -hmm. um, also embedding a lot of iron into it because... Because um, Osmonikich's whole thing is like, we did chemical analysis on these rocks, and it shows that they were made. Yeah. And it shows the CG like, fucking cast, like stone yeah. cast like with a bunch of, of lava coming Mario in. Mario Brothers Koopa <laughs> yeah. Castle looking exactly. brick yeah. molten It's a shit. fucking thing you'd have to jump over as the lava yeah. like, you know, flew out of it at very yeah. timed intervals. Yeah, find uh, out the queen is not here right. or the princess or whatever. <laughs> We'll move on to the next toad. Um, your princess is with another yeah. asshole. <laughs> I'll fuck you. I'll fuck you. I'm a say, little toad. Suck it. Yeah. Um, dip it in my mushroom head. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's hmm. sounding. You dip it in my yeah. mushroom head. Um, but yes, yeah, so because there is a brown and red color uh, in the balls, he says, and there were added chemical additives in creating this. But they say, no, that the, the coloration comes from being a very high content of iron with these, which actually is interesting too, because you think about, um, iron ore and ore in general is more smooth and stuff, right? Too. Cause yeah. it's the way iron like is compressed by rocks. It's kind of a softer material, right? Yeah. Like, and so- it's always kind of bummed out. It's like a more depressed <laughs> version when you mix it with like, um, E, Right, right. Yeah, when uh, <laughs> yeah, when it's more <laughs> elemental or it's the E or yeah, um, you know, because people will just walk by it because it looks like a like a normal yeah. piece of shale or pebble, and then yeah. but you pick it up and it goes, it goes. Oh, mm. thanks for noticing. Yeah, <laughs> and then it gets smelted in a beautiful sword yeah. or fork or something. I else. guess you'll melt me down. <laughs> My life is over. Right. <laughs> Millions of years of forming down the drain. <laughs> um, Wednesdays, huh? <laughs> yeah, everything we just said is just typed out onto a fucking t-shirt, and then it just says Wednesdays, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, these concretions are uh, common enough that they know what they are. They can't always explain how long they take or why. Mm-hmm. But it is some sort of igneous process where the rocks get and the metal get compressed mm-hmm. like that. So Full it's metal. it's. I'm again. I'm not, as far as you guys know, or I know, I'm not a scientist. Okay, but you can look up what concrete further about what concretions are. Um, now you go to you go to a Shake Shack on the East Coast or somewhere out here. They got those concretes, yeah. mm-hmm. custard milkshakes, just like blizzards. They turn them upside down so you can't yeah. see them drip out. Yep. <laughs> not that they don't drip out. Yeah. You just can't see them drip yeah. out. They it's go right behind the counter and go illusion. <laughs> yeah. Um, they always waste a scoop because the whole thing falls out and they just quickly scoop another yeah. and show yeah, you, sure. hey, it doesn't fall out. Because they don't want to give you that free one. Yep. And then you drop it and they got your. Well, that's not our problem. Yeah. You know. Listen, your hand warmed it up too much. <laughs> Looking like a deaf free. <laughs> Definitely. Um, but yeah, look up what concretions are. It was really interesting finding this because it, it's a definite. Well, it's it is a much more definite explanation to these. Um, and even geology Jesus himself, in a very early episode, says, "Now a lot of times we don't think that nature will will create natural." patterns and straight lines and right angles on their own but it happens quite often it's like okay well now you're saying these spherical things can't be created by nature they must have been man-made and so or alien made in some way um this article on forbes is also interesting because it talks about how the ones in in costa rica were likely carved that Mm -hmm. way that they weren't concretion because they're all granite or granite diorite um so 
those ones are almost more impressive in a sense where you're like, oh, somebody fucking made those, you know? So, uh, and I, I bet I could probably look up and be like, how to make a perfect sphere or something yeah. with stone tools. I bet you there's a bunch of articles about that, but it's almost 11 o'clock here. Yeah. So, um, anyway, we go back to, we're almost finishing this out. And, uh, um, Coppins comes in and, and we, now we get introduced to the fact that, or the fact, the, the belief that these could be stargates. These are energy sources. You get that little, that beeping sound, that humming. I think it's just a fridge. Oh yeah. We're going deaf. Um, we're getting, we're coming defreeze. Yeah. Uh, he says, these are somehow power spots, some form of energy where if we concentrated, we could be transported to another world where we could communicate with the gods. I'm like. Okay, and it's literally like saying like you could touch these stone balls, and it shows them CG like rolling around and mm-hmm. creating energy, st- yeah. lightning bolts and shit, contact juggling. Right, I'm like, okay, <laughs> like whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these were the, these were the god David Bowie's contact juggling balls, <laughs> even though he never did it. It was yeah. the guy that invented it. The one the <laughs> um, Yeah, we go to uh, Mars monolith next, and so. Uh, famously, in 1998, the monolith on Phobos, one of the moons of Mars, was was discovered. Um, Barra, Mike Barra is on to mention that uh, Buzz, even Buzz Aldrin said that uh, uh, this thing was artificial. And uh, if we studied it it, would, it, it would change all of human history. Which is, it's cool to know that, again, Buzz Aldrin, who is an astronaut, uh, thinks that this thing is artificial. You know, um, And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very interested, too, because... It's not on Phobos. It's on Mars. But one of the, the new rover just dropped, and we got, like, our first couple pictures. Like, we just saw our first sunset on Mars ever, and it's all blue-looking, which is really interesting. That first picture where it looks like it's kind of touching down, and as all the dust is flying up and everything. It's really cool. It looks like a desert. But it's funny. It's funny how much – how accurate movies are of Mars because the pictures, rare as they are, so, look yeah. just like it, you know? So I guess that they do a good job of that. But – um uh they wonder, did the same fuckers that built the <laughs> the supposed monolith on, on Mars, on Phobos, sorry, uh, also put all the obelisks on Earth? <laughs> and so now we go into obelisks, and, um, and we've talked about these before. Um, it was either unexplained structures or other shit, but about how obelisks are antennas. Yeah, I think we've <laughs> talked about them almost like, in every yeah, episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so they go on about how, uh, again, just like in the beginning of the episode, that obelisks... I guarantee not all of them do, but many obelisks contain trace elements of quartz in them. Yeah. So Which, again, if it's a stone structure, right? Probably, yeah. Right. High Any, chance. They a lot can. of yeah. A lot of time you see little shiny spots in rockets because there's quartz yeah. or other crystalline objects in there. You know, rocks in there. So minerals. I'm sorry. Uh, Childress comes in and talks about how obelisks are everywhere. They're part of the world energy grid. Uh, they were built that way on purpose, and they're basically. Uh, Quartzfield Crystal Towers, and he says uh, he chimes in and says, "It's an antenna, and any antenna can receive a broadcast, and it can give a broadcast. And it would seem that there was a worldwide broadcast system, and they they, they would broadcast power into the atmosphere, and other remote locations could pick up that power. And so we may well find that when we go to Mars, we'll find obelisks there too. And he even says like." I didn't write it down. He's like, you know, they can transfer power like satellite phones and computer. I'm like, they're not really transferring power. I mean, they're transferring, yeah. transferring a frequency or information, not power necessarily. But, um, again, Childress isn't a scientist. So, um, yeah, we talked about those a lot with uh, – and they compared it to Tesla's, like, Wi-Fi mm-hmm. power, you know, stations yeah. he was going to build. Before. Wireless, all that. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, they then claimed that all monoliths were power antennas uh, to transfer data and power to alien ships and aliens themselves. Even though we didn't say this anywhere else. Right. <laughs> That's what these structures are now yep. for. Just because there's a little bit of crystal in them. So um, Coppins kind of finishes this off. Oh, yes. Oh. Please come for me. Yes. I'll tuck it away in my thick cheek. Save that load for later. I'll take your pleasure to another realm. <laughs> uh, he says, what we're seeing is that our ancestors are saying, wait, <laughs> what we're seeing is that our ancestors are saying that these stones are able to hold energy, our soul, our spirit, the soul of the gods themselves, establishing this link between man and the world of the gods. And then Steve went up to take a poop. Um, and they literally, in the last 30 seconds, just go, so were these actual entrance points for wormholes to travel across the universe? It's like, yeah. what? Like Leathered just... tubes right. to come down and <laughs> suck us out into space? You can tan leather hides on stones. Could they also <laughs> invert on themselves and become leather tubes? Yes. Able to transverse leather space and leather time? Is this where we learn the term prolapse? <laughs> Um, but yeah it's it's this episode's crazy it's literally just here are monoliths uh we we think like coppins is like always riding between are these just spiritual communication devices because then i can go okay like i get what you're saying that theoretically the you know man was using stones you know statues monoliths megaliths whatever to communicate in some way with the gods, with spiritual with spiritual beings. Um, but then he literally says they're energy sources that you can use to... I'm like, well, then why, <laughs> A, why would aliens use stone energy sources? Um, and B, why would, why would we not have harnessed this by now? Because we mm-hmm. probably have a billion instruments that can check the energy output levels of an obelisk. <laughs> like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, why isn't the fucking obelisk at the Vatican and at Luxor and all this shit? Yeah. Why isn't it powering everything? Why yeah, isn't yeah. there wireless power coming out of yeah, it? Yeah, how's there no residual energy? Spiritual residual. Well, that would do it. <laughs> yeah, that, it just seems like it'd be a technology not that lot. Like, we right. couldn't lose it that hard. Exactly, yeah. Or it'd be depicted in some sort of hieroglyph or... Right, exactly. You know, something visual that has made it through time right like and like like graham hancock alludes to he's the big precursor race guy not so much aliens but he's like he's like i think that they you know perhaps mastered another kind of technology with a different base than electronics it was more maybe stone or wood like like, okay like i could go down that road but that's not where these guys are going yeah they're saying this is the right and shit and you would think that he'd be one of the guys they'd have on this episode to talk about this shit you know he's so much about megaliths and monoliths and stuff but they don't include him they yeah. include some of these fucking weirdos that you never see again. They've been on a couple episodes and then they're gone this season or whatever. But like the fucking fucking frog faced or like um, not Max and Me. What's that weird alien movie with uh, <laughs> the little kid that has the alien friend that's disgusting looking that your brother just sent a picture of a few days ago? Um, Marley and Me? No. <laughs> uh, you'll know what I'm talking about later. It's fine. But he has, it's like the covers like him with the guy and he's like, ooh, like this little weird alien looking little dude. monsters no <laughs> um but anyway it uh i forgot my point <laughs> for that whole thing. what was i talking about oh the, the dude, dude on the episode <laughs> looks like that yeah. um but 
Anyway, yeah. Uh, the next episode is The Power of Three. It's season five, episode eight. Three. Yes. Um, nobody's really ever said anything, but just to be clear, because this is most easily accessible to the most people on Amazon Instant Video or Prime Video, we are going in the order that Prime Video says it is. Because when I, I somewhere it's split. Because when I started looking up the episodes, like I'd see Google results where it was like, it said that season five, episode seven was some fucking episode five episodes ago that we've already done. So somewhere the order's out of whack, but we're going on the Amazon Prime video app order. So um, yeah, the next episode is The Power of Three, episode five, season eight. Um, We already did Reaching for the Stars. That was a good plan. I'm glad I don't have to do it now. Um, Follow Probing Ancient Aliens on Instagram, Twitter. And Facebook. I should have said and Twitter. Yeah. That's the newest one. Um, on Instagram and yeah. Facebook, it's just Probing Ancient Aliens. Uh, on Twitter, it's pro- at Probing Aliens. Um, still haven't posted anything on there, but, you know, I've liked some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I've followed some boob accounts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can get um, more better content. Yeah. Raw dogging. Boobs, buds, and podcasts. Yeah. Instagram yeah. just censors too much. Yeah. you got to find that mm-hmm. premium Twitter account. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, premium snack? can't be tracked on work networks, yeah. <laughs> which is not true at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, Oops. But uh, but yeah, follow us on Twitter at Probing Aliens. Send us a direct message. Get slide into our DMs on there, so we can slide into our. I can read it when I'm having my yeah. DMs. Yeah, at work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think yeah, we will. We're, we'll talk about it. We'll, we're going to plan on doing. I think that that um, uh, David Wilcock documentary is a good place to yeah. to start. Maybe some exclusive content. Because Steve, Steve and I actually have some downtime where we can work on this, <laughs> not just regular work, which is boring. So um, if you like our dumb sense of humor and you like craft beer or don't, then listen to Beer There, Drunk That or other podcasts on the same podcast services that Probing Ancient Aliens is on. Please subscribe to our podcast. Don't just download them or stream them if possible. Uh, subscribing really helps a lot um, uh, for us to go up in the ranks algorithmic and get fined by more people. And then you guys can start, like, Reddit forums and talk to each other and be friends. And, um, oh, and I don't know if I announced this. I think I did. Uh, Probing Ancient Aliens is now available on Spotify. Mm. Um, if Steve would get off his white ass and put Beer the Drunk That on there. <laughs> your lazy lily white <laughs> ass and put it on there. Uh, beer the Drunk That will be on there available soon, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's now on Spotify. So check it out on Spotify. Stream while you dream, baby. That's what Spotify is all about. I don't know what the slogan for Spotify is, but it's probably... Uh, listen at work. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, other than that... Uh, you know, we're going to uh, you know, slide back in our monolith, our one list. Let me say the word monolith. They might be monoliths, but I live that poly style. I can't be constrained to one vagine or ding hong. <laughs> My love and my lists are too much for anyone. Elongated head, man, woman, or child. <laughs> Daddy needs that toothpaste. Welcome to Cajun country. No accents here. <laughs> Little buttholes. Bye. Bye.